one strongest emotion of mankind is fear. And the oldest and strongest kind of fear is fear of the unknown. H.P. Lovecraft Everyone fears something. Fear is built into us. And if you are really lucky, it will not consume you. There is a niggle at the back of your brain, reminding you not to hang your legs off the bed. Not to look behind you as you run up the stairs after turning off the light. When passing a mirror, you hope it was only your reflection you see. That inch of movement you think you see from the corner of your eye. That blood-run cold feeling you get for no reason. That is fear. Welcome to a look into the unknown, where fear is always on the cards. Welcome to Paranormal Power. It's Kev here, J Mac, Kieran, and Fee! <laughs> As always. As always. It's like some kind of death metal. Below the microphones already. <laughs> yeah. We should change we should change your three names to Five Four Fum. Yeah, that's my Instagram name, Fee Five Four Fum. And apparently no one gets the reference. And I was like, how does no one know that? Right. Because people are stupid now. Hi everybody. So we're gathered here tonight to talk about the uh, afterlife and what happens when you're dead. Um, <laughs> I was actually, while I was just kind of cleaning up this episode a wee bit, I heard a previous episode. Listen, this was when we actually caught a ghost on, on audio. Just a second. Revisiting right here. Thing. And there's a bag of rope and some tie downs and a whole bunch of paint cans. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm pretty confident it's coming. It's deed, man. It's Sarah. But I'm deep, though. I'm therefore deed. <laughs> Mate, cotton, cotton audio. I reckon that guy's deaf or dead, by the way. He is deaf or dead. He, he, he did say that. Then how I used to be alive. I'm no. <laughs> no, I'm no, no. <laughs> So I've watched this kind of episode for a while because everybody kind of, it's funny, even way back when, long before our time, it's always been a thing like, well, I you're dead, but you're not really dead because you're still kind of kicking about in some fashion. Um, so the the afterlife and the theory of it has always kind of prodded away at us as living beings, right? And I always think to myself, right, if I died, you just continue on with the paranormal part. I'd be like, whoa, lads, <laughs> I'm dead, <laughs> and it's all right up here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, I've just seen Philip Schofield. He's <laughs> <laughs> giving us a hug. <laughs> Even though I asked him not <laughs> And I did come back as my five-year-old cell. <laughs> oh, no, I spilt my tea. Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, 
Oh, Kieran's dis- oh, he's back, he's back. Um, so- <coughs> no, no, I'm back. Yes. That was me playing with it. Just dying. That was uh-huh. me actually playing with it. <laughs> right, wait till the show's finished. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he turned the camera off. We mentioned Phil Schofield being this. straight you away playing with it. That's so bad. I know, I know. That's funny. Um, <laughs> it seems like the the problems that Kieran has seems to start when we go live for some reason. There's something weird going on. But he's, he seems to have caught, he's caught up again, I think. Maybe um, it's a deep so it's, it's weird. Anyway, mm. we'll fucking power through it this time, right? Aye. Let's just. Aye, let's, so let's go. There are many different beliefs, <laughs> and that's why I, I couldn't. I couldn't really do this episode without Kieran being here because I need somebody to ground me a wee bit. Because Put I'm your up in the air. I'm up, <laughs> I'm up in the air, and I'm like, I know there's stuff, man. There has to be stuff, and um, I would like to kind of sometimes be grounded on that because. When I chat about it to everybody, you know, they just kind of go along with it and they take what I say and go, ah, that's cool. At least with Kieran, he can give me some sort of background as to why this might actually be the case. However, it might just not be quite what I think it is. Or it might be. So it'll be interesting. Um, I also want to know, like, will we even start here? Does, oh, no, for the, for the listeners at home. So I, I will start, right, and we'll go around clockwise. Um, and the question is, do you believe in the afterlife? I do. J-Mac? Yes. Fee? Yep. Mm-hmm. Viking? Yep, I do. Yep. yep. So we, we all, we're all firm believers. And a lot of people say, oh, well, it's, it's not very scientific, but I think it actually is. It is scientific. There's like There's been a lot of scientific studies on it, and there yeah. has been evidence to show that there's certainly are physiological things and neurological things that happen to you after you die so is it is it maybe just that that people are seeing as the as the afterlife maybe maybe no we shall dive into it all i'm sure uh, so let's look at the uh, the religious perspective right um was it so according to them according to the book of jebus right yeah <laughs> <laughs> You have to be good, follow the rules, and then when you die, you go up to heaven where you'll see God and Jesus and everybody you've ever loved. Um, but you've not to be bad because Jesus died for your sins. But if he died for your sins, then surely if you're good, he died for nothing, which then makes you bad. No, I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. <clears throat> what you mean, religion is... That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> you mean religion is full of hypocrisy and ridiculous <laughs> things? No, contradiction no. can't be. Um, <laughs> right, well, what are all your thoughts on the religious theory? Um, well, the fact that the good book says that uh, somebody walked on water and fed 5,000 folk with two fish and a loaf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed, I'm not allowed to have a crafty chunk when there's nobody in. There's something wrong with the whole concept of religion, in my opinion. Um, I think religion is the cause of basically every major conflict in history until America got involved, then it became oil. And uh, yeah, I I think that religion, to me, should be treated the same way as Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. It's things that that you're taught as children to to make you behave in a certain way, to teach you life lessons. Right, and then you should get to an age where you go, "Oh, bloody pish!" But I got some good things from it. <laughs> um, but no, you've got sixty-five-year-old women 
going into a building every Sunday, holding her hands in the air. No, fucking take me soon, because I can't even arse shite in the bed anymore. It, it, it's, uh, wow. I don't know. Wow. I think it has its it has its place in life, but I think at some point you should get to an age where you're like, oh, I can't believe I believe that man. Uh, Fee, you seemed you seemed a bit shocked when he said that that it should be kind of lamped up with Santa Claus and Easter Bunny and Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> just kidding. That was me. Um, what are your thoughts on J Max thoughts? I mean, that's just because he was dissing Santa. Like, I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't dissing Santa, man. He is real. Hey, I, I love Santa. Right? I'm slowly turning out him. <laughs> Scott Calvin? <laughs> nice, nicely I'm in big trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kieran, what are your thoughts on J Max thoughts there with religion? I think there's a, there's, there's a fundamental issue with wholehearted belief and I'm not just picking on Christianity as a whole because all religions as an individual denomination have that blind belief without question that includes things like um, I don't know the, the, the Allah and his, what is it, his virgins and you know uh, and all these kind of things you know like, and, and again if this is your logic and you want to go and strap yourself to a jetpack on you go but the you're not getting any virgins out of it and if you do you've clearly not seen a virgin um <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, but that I, I say that obviously lightheartedly because there's obviously the, the religious denominations that are very pleasant in, in society and actually do very you know good things but they're 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 again they're blind belief in I was gonna call it the, the, the president I'm gonna call it the presidential suite of life of where they think that your spirit resides and where you ascend to, I think is fundamentally flawed that you think that there's somewhere better to go. So it gives you an excuse to treat people like shit while you're here. Mm. Yeah. That's, um, that's pretty good. I was going to say something. I, I was going to kind of chime in, but let's get let's get wee fee. Get, get wee fee. Oh. Get wee fee today, what? Wee big fee. Dig, dig, oh, explain. Know. What's your perspective? Hi, explain your perspective. She hasn't done it yet. All she did was talking about Santa Claus. Ah. <laughs> That's so true. Um, I do. Like, I was brought up Catholic, so I do believe that there is something, but I'm not entirely sure what. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's just like one specific guy who like made the world and heaven and all that. But I do definitely think you do go somewhere because I feel like if not, then what's the point? You know. Mm-hmm. So I'd like. Yeah. I'd like to think there's something. Well, I seen a video the other day and it was quite heartbreaking. It was a fish that didn't lay eggs; it just gave birth, right? <laughs> and and the second it gave birth, another fish <laughs> ate it. And I thought, well, what was the fucking point in that? <laughs> like, that's brutal, right? That big fish was like preservation, bitch. <laughs> preservation of species. That's called right. So yeah, that where pe- your that, sole that purpose, fish. yeah, where your sole purpose is to just continue the line of a species, which mm-hmm. most actual animals have. The only animal that doesn't is us, because we are the ones that deemed ourselves too intelligent to think there's more to life than that. Mm-hmm. That's that's that is your presence oh, of life is to continue your your genetic lineage and 
ensure that the strongest of each genetic lineage survives to the next offspring and the next genetic linkage availability. Other than that, hmm. we put meaning on it by having good jobs and watching good things on the TV and finding good movies to watch and talking to good pals about spooky shit. That, that's what we put a, li a list on it. But there is no fundamental rationale for life. There isn't. Hmm. So we've done it to ourselves, basically, then. Yeah, it's all human... And, it's all human... It's, wanting to be so wanting to be the be all and end all of everything and having to put ourselves at the at the center of our own universe i think the, the only people that, that do seem to kind of mindlessly procreate and then die is the unemployed <laughs> but that's just an opinion or do they actually do it correctly no <laughs> well, it's fair to ask it's fair to ask it's fair to answer um Aye, because what? So is the betterment, the advance. Are we supposed to con continuously be upgrading ourselves so the next generation is better, smarter, stronger than than the last? So that is not happening. Forward. Adapt to survive. <laughs> Adapt to survive. Yeah. Animals, basically, yeah. Yeah, but it, te it tends to not happen though, eh? or or maybe it did to mm -hmm. a certain point where they were like, "Fuck this," press the wee button, boom, restart, and here yeah. we are. I think what's happening is uh, it, it, it was kind of getting to the point where people were getting too smart for the government's own good, so we, we're deliberately being dumbed down as a society now with things like scrolling videos, for example. Chemtrails, fluoride yep. in the water. Oh, fuck it, I don't believe in that shit. You just pretty much said it! I don't believe in that. No, no, I don't believe in that. I do believe that aeroplanes cause some kind of... Um, you, you do know that there is fluoride in the water, though, that that's a fact. Oh, I know, I know that that's a Fluoride is also a naturally occurring mineral that your body needs yeah. to survive. Does it? What? Yeah. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. I'm, I'm not arguing. I'm just. Like, what? Your teeth are an animal. This shit. That's what it's made so for. Without, Fluoride so, so, is the founding factor that creates healthy tooth an animal. So, an animal. Um, an animal. Thing is, the thing is, though, um, is it the government's, like, should they not also then just chuck a couple of vitamins, some vitamin C, if, if it was their job to make sure that we had all we needed? Maybe a surely, vaccine. Surely, mm. surely they should just shove all that in there as well. I mean, that's another argument. But, um, so, without fluoride, like, before we had it in our water, before it was all, you know, pumped into your house, how did they survive without it before or was that just a uh, bad teeth we didn't, we didn't. it was just yeah. either well, they did crappy, crappy teeth but it was in your food your food, well, here, your food isn't as, as nutritious, nutritious as it yeah. used to be mm -hmm. here's another thing um our teeth would be good my dentist says to me do you know if there was no such thing as sugar we wouldn't be in jobs people from years back yeah. never had sugar never would never need a dentist because it's sugar no. that's the issue yeah. so I'm not saying it's like a control thing, but like if we were all healthy, there wouldn't be as many companies and pharmaceuticals, you know, going about, which means uh, that's, that's how the world is, isn't it? You I know? think, but I think the world, the world would always rely on that because there's always going to be yeah. like, yes, you are really healthy. Like people like, you know, world-class athletes, they're amazing, but there's this little powder that makes you better. <laughs> everybody wants that everyone wants it yeah. you know it doesn't matter how healthy and how successful you are if somebody comes along and tells you there's something better you're gonna want that that's 100 percent true no, I, think, I, think, I think what we're doing i think we, we might have actually excuse, 
excuse me, we might have accidentally strayed into another podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so just, oh, just, just before we jump back, I want to answer one thing, actually, the chemtrail thing, because there's something really interesting about that, that, that people don't know, that, okay, there's, there's, there is things released by burning uh, kerosene, which is jet fuel. Um, most of that is water, um, liquid vapour, which obviously condenses any gaseous element within its environment to create a liquid which usually becomes you know, carbonic acid and things like that that are naturally occurring, but they just increase velocity. But governments all over the world, particularly in Central America and Asia and Africa, release silver nitrate into the atmosphere deliberately by planes because it creates the formation of clouds to create rainfall. You don't, see people, nice. pissing. You don't see people pissing and moaning about that, though. <laughs> Legends, man. It also kills vampires. Coincidence? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think not. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my little so bad. class. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to our next episode about conspiracies <laughs> that will be banned because the last one got banned. Not even allowed to show it. Actually, you know that? actually, <laughs> that's gone. Right. You know you're making waves when your episodes get banned. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. yep. Well, that can be your next episode then for sure. Yeah, it'll have to be enjoyed live because once it, once we hit that fine like end show button, boom, it goes down the black hole, never to be seen again. <laughs> no joke, man. It makes me feel a little important. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> You're bothered about us. Uh, so the sorry, the afterlife. idea. Aye, uh, uh, the idea of of an afterlife being something that is you know, religious. Because I do believe that maybe, right, so he, here's kind of when I sat on the whole Jesus thing, right? <laughs> Jesus. So, if God gave me free will, he gave me free will to go, that sounds like a load of pish, right? Mm-hmm. So, if I'm thinking this, Jesus, it's because of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> you guys gave it to me. Um, I do believe in a higher power of some kind. However, I'm not going to take it from the establishment they're not going to tell me what it is i'll just kind of figure that mm-hmm. shit out for myself and i'll go with the senses that jahibus gave me and i'll just <laughs> kind of figure that shit out for there so i remember one time playing a pokemon game on my game boy and then you could you used to be able to go into a wee slot machine right in the arcade i think it was pokemon yeah. yellow I was playing, right and i'm like yellow. all right i'm sitting there against my radiator going jesus if you're real make this next spin a jackpot right if religion's real, I'll press this one button, it'll give me a jackpot, right? And I'll know it's real. Boom. Jackpot. I was like, motherfucker! From there, I was like, right. Pokemon, mate. I learned everything I need to know from Pokemon. So not only can he feed 5,000 people with two fish and a loaf of breed, walk and water, he can also manipulate Game Boys. Which is just, that's the most phenomenal thing out of all of them. That is a true higher power right there. There is, there is a, there's an, enough to be said to go, well, wait a minute. What what you see everywhere on earth is suffering, right? So if God is real, he's probably a fucking loony. Yeah. He's because... like the Eternals, just doesn't he jump in? Well, doesn't he jump in, <laughs> but fuck me, like there's a there's a page I follow on Instagram called Nature is Metal, and it just shows you what real nature because we're led to believe, and here we see the little thing running away, right? And lives all happily ever after. No, no, <laughs> god damn it. I was lied to. Because this page shows me everything, and it's horrible, horrible. Nature, nature is 
brutal. Nature is amazing. I've seen a deer <laughs> given birth, right? And a pack of hyenas being like, give me that, rip it right out, and then rip it to bits, and then rip the mum up. Oh, vending machine. <laughs> right? Yes. Right? And I heard this old saying. <laughs> it's a free vending. Everybody butter in. <laughs> what do they call it? What's... What's chaos for the fly is um, what heaven for a spider to that extent. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. Know? We're so, just used to being the spider. Say it again? So we're just used to being the spider. Correct. And I think, mm. okay, so there's a ton of suffering. You know, I've seen a, mm. a, a, a cow. It got bit off one of these beard, like a dragon, Komodo dragon or something like that. Bit it, but then it follows the cow for ages, and then the cow will fall down and be paralyzed. And then it just starts eating bits off the cow. The cow's like, oh! And he's just like, I'll <laughs> yeah, just take that. Got... I'll just take that. Oh! It's the bacterial <laughs> assemblage it has in its saliva that uh, it slowly yeah. diminishes the cow's ability to move. Uh, it doesn't shut down its neurological pathway, so the cow is entirely no. conscious as it's being eaten. See that? Oh. That is proof that God doesn't exist, because that is needlessly cruel. Right, if you've got saliva that's that poisonous, <laughs> make it anaesthetic as well. Aye. aye. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> I get your point, I mean, but... <laughs> Matthewman says, if God's a real dude, he's clearly a fucking psycho psychotic. Correct. This, this is well, you'd have to be to be a controlling power, because you have to take morals out of it. As soon as you start putting morals into an equation of control, you, you, you lose control. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's true. You can't control a CEO of a massive company, and if I treat every single person fairly, I'll get the best results. You don't. You have to reduce morality out of a situation. Mm. Uh, <laughs> kind of gash in it. Yeah. So, so, <clears throat> what's uh, what's the next? Uh, are we are we going to stay in religion for a wee while? That was a terrible, terrible segue, J Mac. Um, no, it's not a segue because I'm still quite interested in the religious. I know we're, we're still we're still pretty much where where we are with religion. Has anybody had anybody here had any real religious experiences? I'm mm. shit scared of churches. <laughs> I've got not the opposite thing. I mean, not a joke. Yeah. Uh, why? Why? Where, where did your fear come from? Do you know? Not a clue. Not a clue. Churches. I <laughs> No, it's this feeling of uh, every time when I actually go into one, it's this feeling of like, you know, like a cat's hackles raise, that sort of scenario. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I need to get out of here. I just need to leave. Don't know what causes it. I've no, I've had never had a bad experience. I've never had a rationale. Yes, I'm shit scared <laughs> of nuns as well. Thanks. And nuns. Right. I, I hid, I hid behind my, my five foot four wife in an airport in Bratislava because there were some nuns walking through it and that is not a joke. <laughs> he was having none of that. No, I've never had a, a, a rational reason. I am just that aversion, like I need to, I need to get out. Don't know what caused it. Never know. Mm. Check for a wee 666 <clears throat> on your body. Get Michaela. Kind of, <laughs> next time she's washing your hair in the bath, get her. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of, I kind of have the opposite thing. Although I'm, uh, I'm not a believer in God, I do find churches really peaceful. I, th um, I think it's after Home Alone. I mean, po very possibly, by the way. There's, there's just something, there's something calming about being in a church, especially if there's nobody else in it. Hmm. Um, like one of the, 
one of the coolest places I've ever been. It was back in 1996, 97. Uh, my grandma had a really bad stroke and she was in hospital in the, uh, Glasgow Royal. And they, like a lot of hospitals do, they have a chapel in it. Now, most hospital chapels are just a room with an altar and some pews. This one is a full-blown, or certainly was at the time, full-blown chapel. Like you, you, can't, you can't believe that you're actually in a hospital. You walk in and it's you, you could swear that you're in a totally different location. <laughs> no, I was, I was thinking about something else, and I started laughing, and I saw you laughing at me, and I thought, what have I done? I was laughing, you were laughing. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, keep going, Sorry. So, I um, <laughs> so you go in there. There's not necessarily there's no it, there's no priests around all the time, and um, a lot of the time they're empty. So at the time, I would have been maybe like thirteen, and I would just go in there and sit and just uh, admire and okay. feel comfortable in it without without praying and stuff like that. Because even by that point in my life, I was like, bullshit. Um, <laughs> bullshit. But uh, yeah, the, I do. I do find them really peaceful. It is quite sound, like going into a church. I think there is so much of an atmosphere there that is quite calming. Here's what: well, if you work in a church, what does that make you a uh, pastor? Well, it depends on the religion, right? But say you don't really practice religion, but you work in a church. What's like the Johnny? No, 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 no. Something else. Housekeeper? No, no, no. I mean, you're technically in charge of the church. What does that make you? God. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, am I technically a pastor? <laughs> Did I fall into being a pastor? <laughs> I'm going to call you Pastor Kevin for now on. That is it. Pastor Kev, yeah. Thank you, son. <laughs> I'm going to call you Cheesy Pastor. Cheesy Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Matthew and art piece right there, isn't it? Jesus, pastor. <laughs> That's kind of what I was laughing at when I thought about that. Um, no, no, you're I, right. I should clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think poor J Max like, oh. trying to pour his heart out in Kev? Just like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried to stay. I tried to keep it all in. It was Fee that broke down. She witnessed it happening. I seen your face change and I was like, oh no, he's going to go. Oh, <laughs> Fee, if you were struggling not to laugh then, imagine that time I farted talking to John Edmonds. <laughs> Who's now on the other side. Yeah. Oh, um, well, see, on that note, I got a really random email just before like we came on here and it was from an email address called rancid farts and i was like what was it for like gut health but like i never signed up to that at some point at some point in the last two weeks you have googled why are my pumps so stinky take it for jmac did someone say oh, Kev um, there? Did someone say Kev there? Am I losing it? I think Kieran did. No, oh, I did. I was going to say, do my favour and pull up this place called Halgrim's Kirkia. It's a... Spell that. H-A-L-L Grim S Oh yeah, I see it. So it's Halgrim's Kirkia. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yep, it's, 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 it's a Lutheran church. It's a huge Lutheran church in Reykjavik, and it's one of the biggest churches I've ever come across and went into. And it was <clears> it's amazing. Don't be wrong, it's beautiful. Nasty. But it's it was still had that weird kind of feeling. But Jamie, see when you were talking about that that room that you were talking about in the hospital, do they have that mm. thing where there's like a wee chest and there's loads of wee candles and one lights a candle and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, that that's uh that is very common in chapels. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't understand what it's for, but this place, this place is beautiful. It's something to be like you light a candle to remember past loved ones and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's just like a prayer for someone who's like still alive and stuff as well. Remember the bit of the Highlander where the Kurgan walks into the church and just starts putting them all out? It's like, <laughs> 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 hey, that's, it looks yeah. like a nice place, eh? It looks like a rock. It's, go it's gorgeous. It's got a huge, rather than a statue of um, any religious figure outside, it's a statue of a Viking. It's actually incredible. Beautiful, uh, beautiful place. Have any of you guys been to St. Patrick's in New York? It's stunning. No, I don't think so. It's a really stunning <laughs> uh, I just, why didn't I just see that man? Did anybody else catch that? I don't know. It was a wee cartoon pump. <laughs> I can even hear the noise it made. It, it went. <laughs> was that uh, real or did you just make that? I just made it watch it. Is <laughs> that good? He farts on command. You can never, <laughs> never, never tell. I used um, to be able to burp on command. My nickname at school was Pardon. <laughs> I have a friend who could. I have a friend who could fart on on cue, and I used to always be like, oh, "Come man, on, just do it, cue. just do it." <laughs> I used to be man, just do it. He's like, "No," I'm like, "Just do it, man." Do it. I was like, "See if I had your superpower." He's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> Yeah, okay, honestly, this you is jealousy. You just have this power to get people to do things they don't want to do just by <laughs> looking at them with that fucking mad eye. You're like mad eye moody. You just look at them with this fucking eye and get them to do stuff. It, it's it's phenomenal. That's, That's I'm still doing past, this. Pastor Moody. Pastor Moody. Pastor Moody. <laughs> Cheesy Pastor Moody. <laughs> Pastor Foodie. Oh, God dang. God dang. <laughs> so, um, I. Um, uh, that that place looks phenomenal. I've been to Reykjavik once, but it was in a it was like a layover flight, so uh, I didn't get to go anywhere. I was just stuck in the airport that was just fully brown carpet. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it still like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! What's the last time I was there anyway? Is my chewing gum still stuck under fucking seat three A three? No, I got that. It tasted phenomenal. Hubba <laughs> bubba, if I remember correctly. <laughs> so, so um, get this right. Hmm. I'm going to admit something to you here, right? Uh, it's quite a sad story, but it's got it's got a wee bit of chuckle to it, and and he would have been sound it. I once threatened to shave a dead guy's eyebrows off to see if he would wake up. He never woke up, and it was at that point I lost faith in. Fuck no, indeed. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> that again? What? Wait a <laughs> minute. <laughs> who? When? <laughs> why? And how? So, I had a friend who died, right? I went to see his body, and I was like... Did you shave his fu fucking eyebrows off? No, no, I just threatened to, right? Oh, I thought you I thought you meant you genuinely did it. <laughs> no, so no, no. You were telling that story, you sounded like you did. Oh, maybe it was my connection. Poor boy's lying there like this, Kev's like... You did be raging with that, like, he's dead. 
right? So he was lying there, and I'm like, at this point, at this point, I understand death, but I never comprehended it. Never looked at someone who, like, a, a day ago, two days ago, I, I saw active. I walk in, and he's lying there, and I'm like, I'm like the first time I ever seen someone with like knowing there like even though he was dead he wasn't there it was like strange as fuck to look at if you have if anybody's seen a dead empty. body empty aye it's like void of whatever was that made them them it's now just yeah. a body and that body doesn't resemble who i remember it says it's his features but it's not him so i'm like ah bullshit man no deed <laughs> even though he's lying there right and i'm like a, a couple of my other friends came in and i'm like Let's shave his eyebrows. <laughs> and I bet he'll jump up and be like, I'm no deed. Um, and then I'm like, I'm going to shave your eyebrows. And he was still deed. So it was at that point I was like, ah. <laughs> Mate, imagine that actually worked though, right? Oh, no, fuck! Every, every episode of Casually, right? They try CPR. <laughs> then, they get the, then they get the paddles out like, poof, 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 clear, poof, clear, poof. Right, last attempt, guys. Get the fucking clippers out. That's <laughs> 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 uh, a mad one. So I'm sorry, we tried um, everything. We tried to defib. Uh, last resort was we shaved his eyebrows off, and he's, he's still gone. <laughs> <laughs> we only done one, hoping he'd have to get up and take the other one off his cell, but nah. <laughs> it's like we did everything we could. What'd you do? Brawn. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite that's quite a thing and that that for me was the first time i was like right hmm. and then only recently did i ever get like any kind of spiritualist talk about that person and they never mentioned eyebrows but mentioned a couple other things um so i that was fucked up and then i had sleep paralysis that kind of i had a sleep paralysis that was weirdest thing i had other person i knew that had died and he died quite grim weirdest thing i'm going to tell you is what you want to know I mean, it all yeah. comes under what we're talking yeah. about here, right? And uh, this is kind of where, where I wanted to take this conversation to kind of go next anyway, is, is the different interpretations of what it is once you're dead that folk see or make them believe, right? And one was me. I, I had a friend that died in a fire. And I'm like, I remember going to sleep one night thinking about him, thinking, oh, that's quite shit. He was, quite, he was, he was all right. He was quite sound. Um, and, uh, and then I kind of started to fall asleep and then I kept seeing like a skull on an armchair right strangest fucking weirdest thing right and then I could see myself in the sa- in the bedroom everything that where I where I am and it's like I was on the ceiling and I'm looking down and I had these Bart Simpson covers I was in high school and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can still nice. picture the Bart Simpson covers I had my guitars all up against the wall and whatnot and um, I, I'm, I'm like, wow! I'm looking at myself. I can see myself sleeping, except I can't see my face. I can only see my like being there. And then, and then I felt like real hands <clears throat> shaking me to get up. And then I kind of just woke and was like, "What the fuck?" And my heart's like, do 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 do. And I'm like, wow! Like physically, I can feel like that. Just that that actually happened, even though I know I've just kind of woke up. I feel like someone's just shooting me. I was like, that's weird as fuck. Mm. Like, strange as fuck, weird, and I felt like it was him. Kind of felt like it was him shaking me. I just knew it, right? And then like, well, because you threatened to shave his fucking eyebrows off, didn't <laughs> mate? His eyebrows were gone. He died in the fire. Oh, <laughs> a different guy. Sorry. 
so the strangest thing is, I found out, like, I don't know how how long later, but it was a, a while later, that his his head was stuck in a chair. That's fucked up, right? Aye. So, we so when I when I that. take that story, I'm like, well, what the fuck? I ain't no fucking magician or any of that shit. But when I'm like, wow, that kind of was too spot on for that shit. I was like, I don't claim to be anything. I think something gave something to me, said something to me, and mm. and it's shit like that that makes me go, wait a minute. And 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 I'll kind of said it here before loads of times. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> but for anyone that's not heard us talk about this before, us to part of this episode there's been a few times in life where i've seen things and gone nah mate <laughs> he ain't explaining that shit <laughs> do you know what i mean hmm. i know i know a lot of people make yeah. shit up they oh, all man i totally see that oh man fucking next thing i know they're probing me in that man no right because i think it's so exciting i seen something travel across the room at a force and it was hit right in front of me it was hit to the point i was like wow like that that shit has to be real for mm. me, I'm open to something. What it is, I don't think we'll ever know until we're on the other side. But yeah, I think, and I've I've explored it because I've been searching. Can I, it. Huh? Can I just interject for a wee minute. Um, what's everybody's time scale like tonight? Because I feel like we could talk about this forever. And I want to make sure we we kind of get everything in before people have to go. I've got a while. Fee? Yeah, yeah, like 10 30 ish. Okay, you know, Kev, I, uh, oh, I, I mean, I'm up early as fuck, but it makes no difference. Um, you don't sleep anyway, fuck it. It's right, vampire, that's, that's why I kind of go to where they're fucking spraying that sulfite thing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the, the just to, to go back quickly to the religion thing, I had a look at different religions' beliefs and what happens after you die, and something we're probably going to talk about in depth, but reincarnation seems to come up a fair amount with the, the kind of major religions but my favorite one was hinduism hinduism they basically believe that if you are good in life you will you will be reincarnated as something good so just say that just so you're you're a you're a doctor you saved so many lives you're a good person you'll come back as like a an eagle or something right if you Do are doctors a, i you're but, using doctors as saints here. Some uh, of them, right? Nurses, then, right? No, nurses. Have, I would say nurses have probably got a a better moral compass than doctors sometimes, right? So, <clears throat> come back as like a, an eagle, some kind of bird, a butterfly, you know, something beautiful, something that makes people happy. If you are an absolute <laughs> disgraceful human being, you'll come back as like a a dumb single beetle. mum. <laughs> <laughs> so joking, like a so joking. A dung beetle or uh, just like a blue bottle or a Tory voter or something. Hey, um, nothing wrong with the beetle. Slug. <laughs> slug. <laughs> slug. Aye. And I, I love that. That would give you a real incentive to, to be Why good. Why the fuck life. midges exist? Man. Mm. How'd you come well, in back as a midgey? <laughs> Sorry, a midge. I don't know why we all say a midgey. Because it's a fucking midge. <laughs> midge is a very Scottish term. It's a plural though, no? Like, if, what, what's what's two midge? Midge. Midges. Midges. That's a plural. The reason we all think a singular midge is a midge is because 
you never see one. You know, you, you never you never get bitten by a midge. A midge. A midge. You know, you, you get bitten by fucking hundreds of them because they, Fuck they, sir, it's a midge. They're a bit. They're a bit like um, they're a bit like people that steal scooters. There's never just one of them. You know? See, in school, someone stole one of my shoes. So for the whole day, I only had one shoe. Oh, somebody had a fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, "Oh, there's there's big wee fee. I'm going to steal a shoe." Big wee fee. Fee's feet. Big wee fee. The reason I say big wee fee is because I was absolutely shocked by your height. I genuinely thought you were like a fucking like a wee thing. No. <laughs> and you show up and you're fucking you're wee basically the thing. same height as me. He thought you were a midget, turns out you're a daddy long legs. <laughs> That's quite funny. Nice. Um so um, I, I I like the Hindu thing. I like I, I like the idea of reincarnation in general, I actually love. Um, the, like the the idea of reincarnation, past lives. I love past lives. Oh, I'm glad uh, you kids, kids that. that, yeah, kids that that remember past lives and stuff. Well, I, get this I right. Not a lot about that and the stuff I was looking at. Mm-hmm. Well, the, somebody, the of this. somebody says I can't remember it was right, but there's some part out right there in one of the religions that that you die, and if you didn't fulfill becoming who you were supposed to be and the type of person you're supposed to be, you go back, right? And you can only yeah. ascend once you've completely been your the best human being. Yeah. Like Groundhog Day. No. Like, you live a life, then you get to the end after your deed, you go somewhere before you get to the Valhalla, the Mecca, the heaven, right? And you're, you're then judged here. No. Nearly, but no. Back down you go, and then you start again. Almost like coming out of the matrix, and and, and that kind of feeds into that that the matrix is that we are everlasting, and what we are here is prisoners. Like we've done something wrong, and I'm like, I've <laughs> fucking tried my best, man. Um, <laughs> but you forget everything on the reset, and you're you're back. Then you go because there is there's parts of me that that are drawn to things that I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. old buildings, like see old Edinburgh and shit like that. That does weird shit to me. In a good way, makes me feel weird ways. Like I know it. Like it's, like, like, just see like plant pots outside a window, that's like high up, and 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 there's like lanterns lit, and it's not actually, like, from our time. Like something about that is very familiar to me, which is strange as fuck. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, if you what, guys what, are yeah. up for it, one of my friends does like past life regression. It's like an actual job. We could all uh, go and like get it done. Yeah, it's not the the soul man, is it? No, 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 no. No, no fucking thank you, man. No. <laughs> no, um, <clears throat> moving on. <laughs> First thing, it's like, it's like, Kevin, in a past life, you were gay. <laughs> um... Right, Phil. <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to lose it, guys, please. <laughs> we should really we should I had to be up for that. But did we not have that guy on before? Um and he said to you, J Mac, that you're gonna die fond in a set of stairs. I said it in a live show. I was like, he said I'm gonna yeah. die at 87 fond in a set of stairs. I'm I'm not making it to 87. Not a chance in hell. Fucking Do you know me. what's quite what's quite ironic about that? Is you what? haven't forgot it. Of course, I'm not so now, no, but I'm like, but that's no, but that, so there's, there's, it's like suggested behavior. Like you've been told that in two weeks' time, something amazing is going to happen to you, 
So <laughs> you're like, oh, that was two weeks I ago. I can see it happening. Like, ah, I can, I can see it. Like, it's my 87th birthday, and I'm going to be like, right, guys, you're going to hear some banging and clattering. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I'm just, just going to find myself in the fucking stairs, right? It's the day before your 88th birthday, and you're like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Isa when she gets hit by the car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. But the thing is, the power of suggestion can make yeah, you massive. believe and do things and put yourselves in, in situations that you wouldn't normally be in because somebody told you it was going to happen. Yeah. It's, it's, mm. it's mental. It, it really is. Um, the... Mm. <sighs> Moving on, let's move on for religion, right? Oh, so, can I ask one more thing before we move then? Yes, yes. Uh -huh. I was, was going to ask, do you, talking on like the past life stuff and everything, do you believe that we all come back with the same people? So like a soul kind of bond or whatever, I guess, do you believe in that? Like so. an... Um, like a... Hancock. Um, Hancock. Uh, I don't know. I've not seen he pairs that. with her every time. Will Smith okay. before he slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. Oh, that, okay. Ah, Aye, he pairs with her every time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, hope so. I can tell you why. I kinda, I kinda why. do. I kinda okay. do. Okay. Like one one lifetime with my wife's enough. <laughs> no, but the, the, I, I, I genuinely hope that is the case because I think I'm at, I'm at a point in my life at this grand old age of thirty eight that I feel like the only people that are really in my life right now are are good people and it's people that I want to be in. It. So I don't I don't really feel except you Kevin. I don't really feel the need to find find new souls to yeah. to be part of my existence. So I, I think that maybe this is my last time. This is my final shot possibly. <laughs> possibly because I don't have I genuinely have no poisonous people in my life. And good. that I'm happy with. Good. Except Kevin. <laughs> I'm just kidding Kev Kevin, Kevin's, the, Kevin's the one of the fucking major reasons that I'm so, so content now, and I can't even believe oh. I'm saying that <laughs> I'll take that, thanks J-Mac it's like the nicest thing you've said to me all night I don't, fuck you dick <laughs> yeah, easy come, easy go <laughs> what was that that was that family guy skip where the guy's like um, he's blind as fuck and somebody zaps something and it goes and he goes I can see! And then it, oh, fuck, he does it again. Just, oh, well, easy come, easy go. He's blind again. <laughs> <laughs> remember, uh, the, uh, remember Robin Hood, Men in Tights? How, how many are familiar with that film? Fear's not. Oh, she is. No, she is. no, yeah. It's the bit, the bit where the wee blind guy blinking. <laughs> he, he falls out of a treehouse, lands on the deck, and he gets up. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> I can see, and he runs into a tree and goes, "No, I was wrong." <laughs> it's one of the best things ever. You know, I referenced that earlier today. How weird is it that you have brought that up? Oh, cosmic. Mm -hmm. We got offered <laughs> an interview as well with the guy from Men in Tights. The guy, the guy who wrote oh. it. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. Uh, Not Mel Brooks. Never... There was another writer involved. I'm sure. I'll see if it was Mel Brooks, man. He's still alive. I know he's still. I believe he's still alive. In fact, that's proof that God does exist. Mel Brooks. Is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> right. So there's Just, people um, that have. I was going to say there's there's something quite interesting about you. You mentioned soulmates, and mm. uh, I, did, I did come across a, a a theory of how soulmates are possible, mm. and it is to do with. The, uh, the basically the 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 charge the electrical mm. charge that each person has 
mm-hmm. and it's deemed that for every as, as you know as standardized for every reaction there's an opposite called reaction so yeah. for every individual um electrical charge that everybody has it gives off some electrical charge. it's not very high it's actually surprisingly tiny but for every person's charge there is an equal opposite ionic charge to them which is why people think that you're naturally drawn to other people and specifically like a, a person that, that's deemed as your soulmate and it just that that's one of the rationales is that that person is just the opposite charge to you to a point where why you are so drawn to them that sometimes you don't even have to like the person sometimes you don't even have to be friends with them you just have to be utterly drawn to them to a point where it's almost unex, unexcusable and, un, and unattainable but it's just a deep sense a deep-seated need to be around them mm. oops <laughs> kevin's got the same electrical charge as every boob <laughs> that makes a lot of sense does does no but you're right you're right because there are people uh, and well let's look at this let's break us down a wee bit in the world of wrestling right vince mcmahon would hire you based on your first meeting with him if you walked into a room and he was drawn to you this unexplained intangible that that creates people like when someone walks through an airport and everybody goes they don't know why they stop to look at them but they do that would get you hired Right, and they call that what they, <laughs> boobs, sorry. they call that the, like the X factor, the, just that thing. The je ne sais Meant quoi. to be your your vibration, I think they say. Hmm. Yeah, same idea. Like, yeah. you can't teach yeah. it. You either have it or you don't have it. Mm. Yeah. Nobody ever looks at me. Oh, complete the heart. Wait, what part are you on the screen? That's not going to work. It's not working. We've all, we've all <laughs> indiv- right, right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, right. So okay. I need to go. Oh, no, I need to go to your side. Hang on. Yes. Uh, right. Fee, you need to no, get closer Fee. to the camera. I need to get closer. Wait. And use your other hand. <laughs> oh, wait, but it's the right way for me. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's the wrong way for oh, me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're same. not completing it. Uh, oh. Back you go. Back we go. <laughs> we tried. We tried. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> Next right, time we're in person, we'll do it better. Right, perfect. Perfect. I've um, I, I've seen a few people in life that I've gone, can't quite make out what's special about them, but there's something for sure. So mm. what you're saying there, Kieran, makes complete sense to me. Mm. You talking about me, Kevin? Aye, and it was yes. the dribble. Cheers. <laughs> yes. Ah, oh, no, don't feel, I don't feel so sad about never getting stared at the fucking airport anymore. There's, there's a guy, there's a guy actually, an, an independent professional wrestling right now who I've went. That's the guy. You'll see him on TV in about five years, and I know I'm not wrong. I will send you a picture after this show, right? It's not that riddle and, boy, is it? I don't want to see that again. <laughs> he, he's already at the top. He's already at the top. Um, but um, no, there's a guy, and I'll show you him. And I'm right. I'm correct. He's Scottish, and I am correct. There's no. I, I said it about Lewis, um, and I said I say it in wrestling about about this guy, and I'm spot on with and i'll show you and then in five years we'll look back in the chat and i'll say there he was i told you i think sometimes you can just you can you just know he's go that's and i'll be i'll be 43 going i don't care what you've sent me kevin i'm not watching a wrestling video <laughs> not true not true um but i i think i think you're spot on with that kieran there is it's mad when you think about us as humans and and all that we can do like when you fall and hurt yourself 
instantly you start healing, right? So to think that once you're dead, that's it. It's, it's a hard... And I heard, actually, someone I used to work with said to me once, when I was like, aye, man, fucking ghosts in that. He was like, no, I said, he said, animals don't have, like, a, a, a belief in something after. He says, it's because animals don't fear death. They don't really comprehend it. We do. And that's why we've got to cope with yes, it. Yes, they fucking do. <laughs> Kieran, over to you. <laughs> I fucking right. Hang on. I, of, of course they fucking feel death. Why take a mouse me running from a fucking eagle? <laughs> well, an eagle does, a mouse does look at an eagle and goes, oh, he looks quite friendly. Just see what he's up to. No, mice are shit scared of everything. There's a reason for that because they don't want to die. Aye. Why do you think every time you see a rabbit, it fucking runs? It's, it's like, oh, that's something bigger than me. That is going to kill me. Except even if you're in headlights, that phrase. Do you know why? It's because you shock them to go, what the fuck is that? Oh, wow, I can't see. Bang. That's I should have thought. That is such a funny um, thing, though. It's like deer. It's like if, if you're actually hunting deer. And they hear a twig crack, they fuck off. <laughs> if they've got a two-ton vehicle moving towards them, they go, "Hello." Ironically, <laughs> <laughs> if the last thing you want to do to a deer is hit it, because you'll just get towed to your car. <laughs> exactly. But also, why is that not the best method for hunting? Just walk a bit with headlights on. They're going to uh, stop, and you're just doing. Like, that's a very good point. I don't know. I believe because there because is because no. For, for some reason, these assholes that like to go and do that like to wear camel and high-vis vests. And those people are stupid. Ah, so they don't shoot each other. I know, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, who was, who's it? Uh, uh, sorry, you said before we came on that I was going to do this, Kevin. I was going to die there. And it's, it's not, it wasn't Bill Burr. It was <laughs> a comedian who said, he once asked a hunter, he was like, why do you guys wear camel and high-vis vests? And the guy said, well, it's because deer can't see orange. <laughs> Not that they're colorblind or... <laughs> no, they can't see orange. It's like, well, what about all the fucking green and brown? <laughs> I'm going to go check that. <laughs> uh, don't. I guarantee you it's untrue. <laughs> and here's another um, thing. When you go to a spiritualist, they don't say, oh, wait a minute. There's four ants and three of your old goldfish here to see you. They never say that. They just say it's Aunt mm. Peggy. They don't say, hey, by the way, just so you all know, a duck's just randomly came in here. <laughs> do, you, do you know why do you know why your goldfish don't come to see you? Because they're fucking raging with you for flushing them down the bog. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Once you shave their eyebrows off, there's fuck all else to do. Ah, nice. <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> Jamie, I'm one, looking at you. The one thing in the animal kingdom that has no eyebrows. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shit all over your your comedic content. I deer have um, two cones within their eye, uh, the brackets that that see green and blue, whereas humans have a third one which sees red, which allows us to differentiate. So technically, it's not that they can't see orange; they're just less susceptible to it. But surely they then look at the guy wearing the the high thing. They can't quite see what the fuck is that. Wait. Why is there a random bit of nothingness walking through the woods? That's strange. <laughs> it is quite. I don't, I, I don't know, but it's the same. Like well, we're going, you're doing looking for bats and stuff. You you have um, a, a head torch or whatever that that's got a, a red filter over it, a red, like an IR filter kind of thing, because mm. it doesn't. They can't pick it up, so to them it's still dark, but you can see. It's the same kind of premise as that. 
All right. Go cool. look at that for a, for an example there. So there's shit that we can see that others can't. Shit that they can see that we can't. What's to say there's a billion other things already around us, surrounding us, that is oh. afterlife related that we just can't see because we've not got the cones. So try and wrap, try 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 and wrap your head around this one because I've been trying to for a couple of days now, um, and it, 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 I was doing it while looking up the the notion for the podcast and and how to go down the, the afterlife route. And there's to get to it, you kind of have to differentiate a couple of things. You have to split physical matter to conscious behavior and consciousness and physical thought and all these kind of things, and then that. you get. And then you get to the point where you've got. We've spoken. I've spoken about this before. How we've got like different planes, and we think that <laughs> Kevin, that was unbelievably sexual, and I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to see if it would work. It did. It does, but it's quite impressive. I like it in a weird way. I guess it. Um, I guess it. <laughs> why do you say that? L'Oreal. Um, right, so you've got like the, the different the different planes of existence. How like there's things that are one B which is just a technical point. And then you've got 2D, which is a straight line followed by two points on either side. The 2D thing can see the 1D, but the 1D can't see the 2. Same idea. We are 3D, so we can see things that are two-dimensional. We see length and height. We don't actually see. We just think things are far away because they're small. But we can't actually see that, which means that there's something above us that's four dimensions that we can't see. But a four-dimensional object is a thing called. Uh, I mean, make sure I get this. A tesseract, te- technically what it is, but um, tesseract. Did you say? Yeah. That is that not what it's Captain America te- was looking for? Yeah, right. So there's, there's it's basically it's a thing that we, that humans we physically cannot comprehend what this looks like. So we have uh, a one D thing, which is just dot. Okay. A 2D shape is a line uh, or a square, technically. A square is 2D. A cube is 3D because it has height, length, and depth. A tesseract, which is 4D, has each side, so each individual side, which is technically 16 sides, but each of those 16 sides is a three-dimensional shape. So it's like okay. cube within cube within cube within cube within cube within cube because we can't comprehend that because it's not within our realm of understanding to know how those objects can interact with you. Which means that theoretically, which is what I think we spoke about in the past, we to do with um, Sasquatches and things like that, how they're, they're different astral projections and astral planes, mm-hmm. is that the upper consciousness where we go after we die is into this fourth dimension that sometimes slips back into the third where we can see, which we see as ghosts. And there's like a, a really long-winded tale of how all that happens, but that's the general premise of it. So what you're saying is there's no actual deed? No, you just transcend. Again, it's what, it's what J-Mac was saying. You can't transcend until you've hit your final point and you get to all these things. It's the transcendence into the next realm. And that was just that's just a theory, but I quite liked it. It's like That's the Mayans. They said that no, they just disappeared. They said it's because they transcended. They raised their frequency so high they just disappeared. So we can't actually see them, but they're still there. But they're just on a different plane to us. As a no one ever, no one ever found the Mayans. Spanish flu. Spanish flu. Introduction of Spanish flu from Eastern culture fucked them up. Spanish Incas. Incas. That's the word. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, the incredible Incas. Mm. Some some the read their horrible histories, eh? The Incas <laughs> were no fucking. They were not cool, man. Fact, still got can you still, can you still get Lynx Inca? That was a thing for a while. Like spray? Lynx yeah. body spray? Huh? Ah, you, you get Lynx Africa. It's still around. Do you remember the chocolate one and the advert used to like, turn the guy into chocolate then all the women would like, be chasing Dark, dark Temptation yes. and it smells fucking yeah. beautiful. It is still nice, <laughs> I. I had a um, teddy bear so, once that smelled like chocolate. Just a little side note. I only, oh, <laughs> white eat it. Excellent. Uh, just a little side hey, note. Oh, Janice, hi. Uh, just a little side Legend. note when you're talking about Incas. Uh, I seen this as a, <laughs> as a joke years ago by Billy Connolly, and I never believed it was real, so I had to look it up. Um, but there was two sets of tribes within South America at one point. There was the Incas, and then there was the Wankas. And that's a true. That's actually what they're called. There was the Wankas, <laughs> <laughs> and then there was then there was the other guys. <laughs> Yep, oh, they're called the the Quechua people uh, between the Montano Valley. <laughs> so they actually existed. They really existed. They were real people. Oh, what wow. a bunch of wankers! <laughs> uh, wankers, incas, and what guys? What are they again? Chuggers. No. Um... <laughs> that is an epic save, Kian. Thank you. Very much. <laughs> what did you think I meant? I'm not telling you because I know what no, you meant. No, no, exactly. I, went with I think we all know what you meant. Well, certainly me and Kieran did. Yes. <laughs> and is that because we are horrible human beings that will never make it to the sun? You'll planet? never transcend. You mean no Incas? Not me. My Inca. <laughs> well, I'm actually a descendant. I'm a, I'm a descendant of one of those. Uh, one of those tribes. I'm a, I'm a stinker. stinker. <laughs> God <laughs> damn, that was bad. No, um, I liked it. <clears throat> so, but that whole um, kind of so it's, they're, they're, again, that's another religious theory of, of, of their their belief in the, like the sun god and um, like the harvest and all this sort of stuff. Like that, that's a whole other kettle of fish. I have a question, and I'm going to put it to Kieran first because I think. Kieran will probably have the most Kieran answer <laughs> about it. <laughs> Do you think that if you have a near-death or death experience, you know, some people, like, they'll, they'll, their heart will stop on the operating table and stuff, and, and so, such and such will happen, and this will happen. Do you think that your experience on that bed or wherever you happen to be is something to do with your, indro- your indoctrination as a young person? Even if you are uh, a non-believer, um, I'm going to go with fifty-fifty, um, right? And the reason why I'll say that is because there are people, um, very well, you know, well-respected people that have had near-death experiences and had that as their moment of finding religion. And after that, they came out like, I met, you know, I met God or I met Jesus or I met the Virgin Mary or whoever while I had my near-death experience and they guided me through it. <laughs> she was a virgin when I met her. <laughs> <laughs> I pumped Mary. Oh, <laughs> well, somebody did. Um, That's fucking one he is. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
called Joseph's Pals. It was fucking one of yours. <laughs> no way. He's all got gifts, I get it. Anyway. So I think that there's kind of a 50 50 split with that. But I think there's also a, a, a possibility that that could also be people's like rationalization of like this is the end well i hope there's something because it's well it's well but fine believing that there's that there's nothing and knowing that there's nothing until the end happens and you're like fuck i i don't believe in that there's nothing now my life means nothing whereas if i suddenly grasp at anything clutching at straws and now all of a sudden i have something to gravitas to then that might give me now a purpose so I'll mm. give it a kind of 50-50 split. But I also think there are people that have had near-death experiences or have actually died and been dead for, you know, a couple of minutes, whatever, come back and gone, yeah, that's dead true. squat. Nothing. There's none. Black. Just By the way, none. Lassie went kayaking, end up under a rock. Yeah, she was under for crazy. ages. Yeah. To the point where it's like there was, should have been no reason for her to be alive. No. Right? And no. she said, man, there's some fucked up shit on that other side. It's true. She's yeah. saying it's true. Like, I was somewhere else, and I was yeah. fine. I was in a class time. She was actually stuck oh. between a rock and a... In a hard place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, well done. Yeah. Oh, Jim, okay, Mike. So, yeah. Scoop-dee. I've got to t- tell you something that I never thought I'd say on the, the podcast, but <clears throat> I believe I, I have had multiple experiences of near death or death through circumstances that I won't talk about on here. Oh, you can't do that, shite back, no, man. No, no, I can, and I will. Um, Fair. But my experiences have made me believe that there are universes in which... I did die, and that my my loved ones and stuff are, are living life without me, probably enjoying the fuck out of it, and and there there is the one that I'm in now where something something somewhere has decided that no, you it is not your time to go yet, and the experiences I had of. Oh fuck! This is weird. I I felt myself leaving, like, but it doesn't feel like the this kind of sunshine and rainbows, popcorn and chewing gum thing about. Oh, I saw a light and I could see all my loved ones. It was nothing like that for me. For me, it felt like I, I got literally sucked out of my body. <laughs> Not in a good way. Giggity. <laughs> um, literally sucked out, and I, and I could see, I could see the world, or I could see the room I was in disappearing beneath me. And then that this is going to sound fucking nuts. And then I ended up in some kind of almost like elasticated bubble, where. Didn't matter what direction I pushed in, I ended up just turning myself in circles. Mm-hmm. What are you fucking laughing at? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking stuck in here, man. A hamster ball. The stupid wee giggle. Um, <laughs> and 
like I, I got stuck in this. It's almost like a membrane of nothingness. Like, a, like an amniotic sack. Aye, that I'm trying to bust my way out of. And I've come back to where I began and literally went <gasps> and I, I don't know, I, I think I think there are many universities where I have fucked up a lot of lives by leaving it too early. Mm. Would, 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 I, and I'm not gonna, uh, would, um, I know of a potential theory that might bring a bit of light to that if you want. Go for it. So, um, Fee, I, I, we, we spoke about this in, on your podcast uh, a while ago, um, and it kind of all leads into this. So there's the way that, that, that we know about the observable universe um, turns out is utterly wrong for the most part. And with that, so for what we know at the moment, that there is there a, a theoretical infinite number of universes. Within that, there is a theoretical infinite number of black holes that have already intaken a theory theoretical in infinite number of universes which within that is a theoretical infinite number of black holes so there's like this infinite probability of of suitable habitat for your conscious right and there's a uh it was a guy from where was he from it was a university in america somewhere um some psychology professor that was talking about it and it's it's basically this rationalization of of where we are at now because there are so many infinite parallel universes that run in con continual time frames with each other they're just not in the same spatial location but that's irrelevant that every time you almost call it I'd either die or you don't your consciousness either has the ability to switch to another plane where you are still continuing or you are basically just deducting another rationalized choice within one of the other infinite parallel universes mm -hmm. and that each one of them has an infinite number of choices and each choice that you make in this one doesn't necessarily because you could have got up this morning and had toast instead of cereal but there's somebody else that had cereal instead of toast and each of those individual choices lead back to the final result I'm at a, the end i'm a fat fuck i had both That's, <laughs> that would take up a lot of ram though for the world do you know hank well, that's why it's just I, fuck man. Don't go down that route. Um, <laughs> I, I say to deal with that route tonight. Um, so you know, so that sort of rationalization. There's a, there there is a, a, a cognitive thought as to how that feeling is possible while still continuing the life that you have now with the potential knowledge of what may have happened. Right. Mm. It's fucking terrifying, eh? Uh, just a bit, yeah, just well. a bit. So, yeah, Fear. I'm I'm a hundred percent convinced that I have I, I've died multiple times in multiple universes, but I, for some reason I'm I'm back here. I must be meant to do something. I surely I'm here to do something. Whatever you're here, be. you're here to make sure that this podcast wins an award, son. And until we do so, you can go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Here's to this fucking podcast never winning an award. <laughs> You've gone until you're 87 to get the award. 
<laughs> True. And then we, we went and he falls the down the stairs. Ah, it's the stairs at the award show. He falls down and dies. <laughs> if I make it to eighty-seven, anytime I see stairs, I'm going to be like, hey, Kev, can you try and bring that noise in again? <laughs> okay, just say when. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I've just realised that's a fart. <laughs> I, I swear that's not what I heard the first time. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's How a noise. Do it again. It's a fart with extra reverb. Oh, is it the one through the tannoy system? It is. It's the one through the tannoy system. <laughs> oh, yeah. not, the one, not the famous one, but it might be through. No, no, no. It's, but it's through a tannoy, yeah. Probably. It's got extra reverb on it. <laughs> so yeah, essentially you three are talking to a potentially dead person in many other universes. So. But then we could all be dead, no? So imagine. But that's like, the oh, same. Maybe... That's the same for you. It's the same for me. Same for me. Ah. Same for Kev. Each one of us all have that possibility all of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've got a feeling that Fee's on our first shot. Oh, How? really? Aye. Don't know why. I just get that impression. I think. I think you. I think you're on your first time round. According to Daniel Jackson, me, Kev, and Kieran are all on like twenty seven. Of twenty eight or something. Yeah, I believe I was yeah. still the youngest. No, I was no me and uh, we were on twenty. And he was one behind. I think. Uh, I I, feel, I don't feel that. like I don't feel like I've conquered enough land to, to sort of fulfil my. <laughs> maybe you did in your first couple times round. And that's maybe, why we all refer to now as a Viking. Maybe maybe you conquered too much and they're like can't get back down there and sort this out. I love goodness. I've travelled quite a lot. <laughs> I've travelled quite a bit. Yeah, I've, and I've seen I, actually I've seen pictures of you when you were young because I I didn't creep your Facebook on it. Uh, I don't totally have it. It's all right, and you go. Doesn't have a Facebook. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a photo of you when you were younger, and your image has changed drastically over the last ten Is years. Hair and facial hair grew. No facial shape, fa- everything. It's everything. really quite bizarre. It's like, it's like if I bump if I bumped into him. If I if if him and younger him walked into the room, I'd think they were different people. Yeah, and I I have to admit, uh, I used to be I, black. I look <laughs> secrets <laughs> out now. Cheers, Jack. <laughs> oh, that bit of LIGO is a bastard, isn't it? I uh, oh well, medical of beach. No, I think so, we could have all been. Could have all been. Someone in a past life. Let's let's take a stab at it. Oh, we've got some comments. Janice says, all things exist simultaneously. She also says, I had an experience back in 1993. I was two-year-old. I saw what I interpreted as an angel. Janice, get that comment section loaded up with that story, Hen. We're going <laughs> to take a ride on the wild Have any of you... If everything is in effect, there can be no first time. In <laughs> If we watch this back, which we will, you will see if everything is in effect. But it fits perfectly. <laughs> and then it's got to be out of it as well. <laughs> it's always been and always will be. It's, it's for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> That's like me and every text conversation. <laughs> Fucking predictive text. <laughs> so if everything is infinite, there can be no first time. But how did it get infinite? It needed to start somewhere. What See, this is the thing. This is the whole it thing. Didn't. Well, uh, the answer is quite clearly egg. Um, that's the, <laughs> the answer uh, is egg. What laid the egg, though? Something did that it... wasn't wasn't genetically a chicken. 
Ah. Yeah, so I think what happened was a chick, chicken evolved <laughs> from a T-Rex. Imagine this, this poor thing weighs <laughs> this thing that is never laid before, and a chicken came out. It's like, what the fuck is that? I know what happened. I know what happened. I know what happened. There's a, velo- a velociraptor, and it met Phil Schofield. Next thing you know, the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I didn't get a button yeah, No proof that. was Allegedly. given. No proof was given. <laughs> Part of the chicken. <laughs> um, I, 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 don't, you've got, I don't know. You've got a point, but the thing is, I felt everything, everything exists at once. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it technically does, but then time is not a linear construct as much as we should be. So it, it is linear in a sense of you think of them start to finish, but it's not linear when you put time as a variance against spatial availability and all. That. So yeah, kinda. It's not all one thing, but there has to be. A gradual increase in classification of time, hence why you grow old, but not situationally, which is what I was saying is like space time and all this. Situationally, everything coexists at the same time, but time still passes. Hmm. Doesn't that mean then that there, there is no such thing as free will and that everything we do? Is... Oh, there is no such thing as free will. There's no such thing as free will. That was proven. Free will does not exist. Your brain. How? Because your brain, so like, there was a study, uh, I can't remember where it was from. Go back and listen to uh, what was uh, Fee's old podcast. And I, I actually did I remember talking about what the po- what it actually was. Um, but the free will um, is the rationalization that you can make a choice based off of understanding. But there was a study conducted where using brain, brain mapping um, on people's Choices, yes, no, up, down, all the you know, simple choices. But before hearing the question, able to make judgment calls and decision making before they heard the question. So if you can't hear the question, you can't make a decision. So you're not choosing what your brain is telling you to do because your right. subconscious and conscious don't work <clears throat> hand in hand. Subconsciously, you remember to breathe and you know eat, digest, things like that. But consciously, you move your arm, you move your hand. But conscious decision making and sub are not the same, and your free will is conscious decision and not subconscious. Damn. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Sorry. Got another, <laughs> another, it says, "Time's a concept in our mind. Five minutes from me could be an eternity for you." Hmm. I think five minutes is pretty. If say the bus is going to be five minutes, and we're both sitting there, I reckon mm. the bus shows up in five minutes. No. But if you if you enjoy Coronation Street. Five minutes for you is an eternity for me. Fuck, I've got an answer for this as well. Oh, fee, so, fee, that's a really, that's a really unfortunate position to hold your pen in. I'm just saying. <laughs> I actually just penned myself in the face. I done it the wrong way, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> oh right. man. Yeah. So I mean, there's a thing called well, obviously space time is <laughs> is a variance of how much time affects you while you travel through space. That's how we know of the effect of time. And then you have the twin paradox, which is if you have two twins, leave one on Earth and one on a rocket, you fire one on a rocket just to go straight up for 10 years and back for 10 years. They've experienced 20 years, but because they're traveling faster than the one stationary, they experience time at a slower rate. So it's 10 years to them, but it's probably somewhere in the region of two to 3,000 to the one on Earth. Because that's but- how time, time affects you very differently. So you can have two twins born at the exact same time, which is theoretically impossible. Well, let's say you have a C-section, they literally both at the same time, right? 
and each one of them has different lives. One has an, one has international travel more than the other, but they're both. So see, when they're both born, they're both given um, the most strategically accurate pocket watch. That's that was a present as soon as they're born, and it doesn't run on batteries, doesn't run on movement. It just exists. It does time perfectly for them. If one has more international travel, one travels about more. One does, and one's more stationary. The one that has not moved around as much their timepiece will be slower than the one that has. It uh, may be slower one, just it'll be, marginal, <laughs> it'll, it'll be marginal because in that sort of answer, it's not enough. It'll be like a few hundredths of a second out, but it, it is marginal enough that each person does experience time differently. So the best way to explain that without is if you're going past, you're on a train and ev on every train station, there's a clock, right? For what? you... So on every train station, there's a clear clock. Oh, cool. cool. There's probably a clock. The heat, man. A person, but there's a clock on the on the train. So if your train's going past this thing at 60 mile an hour, right, firing through the station, and there's a guy stood on the platform looking at the clock as well, for the light to get from his eyes to the clock and back is less time than it takes for your eyes to go from you to the clock and then back to where you are on the train to you to still see the clock. So the time for that time to happen has been longer, but you've both experienced what would be classed as one second, but it's not because mm. you've experienced that in a longer time frame. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I need to write that on my MySpace. Um, <laughs> Janice hits us here with a the reveal. So Janice says, I was driving and my two toddler sons, age three and four, in the car with me. It started raining. I lost control while waiting there. Do you want me to do this? No, no, that's it. <laughs> lost control while going down a hill and went off the road. I hit a utility pole, which snapped it. I floated oh. out of my body and saw what looked like an angel holding my car from the top and guiding it. There wasn't a scratch on either of my sons. I had damage to my knees the angel looked back at me as if to say it's not your time yet come back Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Thank, thank god for that that's our one viewer Janice an angel stopped you for dying did she eh? what does she look like give us a give us a little um a little Phelps Schofield <laughs> Uh, uh, aye, there's two wee boys in the back of the car and <laughs> the angel went for Janice. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Palmer says, psychedelics prove that time is in the mind. People have reported feeling that they have experienced a lifetime in 20 minutes. Aye, that's shrooms. No, I, I, oh, have well, any of you guys, have you ever, any of you guys ever seen the, the video of Ari Shafir taking yes. Salvia? Yes. Wow. He yeah. lived for... But in, the of in the space of 15 minutes, yeah, he lived for what he described for around six months yeah. in an underwater civilization. He had a <laughs> wife, no, he had a wife, he had kids. Yeah, no, genuinely, I thoroughly recommend you look this up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. Um, but, but, but not at the same time. Like there's a bit of me, there's a bit of me that goes, he actually did that. Yeah, whatever that that substance that he took. Yeah. enabled his consciousness or his soul or whatever you want to call it <laughs> to experience a different life Sorry. Yeah. for what 
in this universe was 15 minutes, but in the universe he went to was at least six months. Maybe and he's just talking shit. Like avatar vibes, where he's like plugged into something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's, there's, it's like so, that. But when he came back from it, he, he was he was in bits. Like he didn't yeah. know no. how to deal with coming back. <laughs> he got so phenomenal. used to his life he was like what the hell am I doing here oh my I know and, and that was what half an hour 20, 15, uh, minutes. 15 minutes 15 minutes a, sal a salvia trip is a bit like DMT but it's, it's like another a 10, level 10 15 minute trip and but in fact what... salvia salvia sounds even more intense than it is, I remember it is going to a garden centre trying to find salvia once for one of my friends and <laughs> they were like uh, hi uh, gran, gran needs a salvia plant and the boy's like ah, you can't get high off the salvia here plants. <laughs> it's, it's a different thing <laughs> that's what the guy in the garden centre said it's a different thing but it, it's, 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 there is a there is a sort of psychoactive ingredient within a lot of psychedelics and cybercillin and, and you know those things that, that all cybercillin Psilocybin. Glad <laughs> you got it. Uh, aye, the, 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 yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it alters your neurological pathways. And again, that's one of the things it does. It alters your time perception. But the fact that he was able to to, to remember it for so like so vividly, and was so emotionally attached to it, that when he came back, it actually broke him completely. Broke him. So so he's away for 15 minutes, right? Which he believes to be six months, and yet he's got kids. How do you get kids in six months? It's no. another variety, man. All right. Sea monkeys sea monkeys procreate pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's what I mean. Do psychoactive substances alter your perception of time or correct your perception of time? That's a weird oh. question. This 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 podcast is going in so many different directions. There's... It's all relative to the afterlife, really. It, is. It, it, it totally is. It, it totally we... comes down to how we perceive life and yeah. Yeah. how we perceive death. Is yeah. death actually death? No, I don't. I don't think it is. My 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 thing about the afterlife is scientifically it is proven and it is known that. Thank you very much, Janice. It's proven and it is known that energy cannot disappear. It cannot die. It just redistributes. Thermodynamics. So yeah. when you die, the energy that's in you, say, like, hypothetically, it's your soul, it has to go somewhere. Yeah. So it, it, can't, it, can't, it cannot just die. It cannot just disappear. It cannot just not exist anymore. So whatever is in your consciousness, in your heart, the heart's another thing, by the way. That's this is a ah, big can of worms. Um, that's where it goes, you, pretty much. Essentially, we can never die. That's that's the that's the beauty of the whole thing. We we as an energy can never die, and that makes you raise a question: Well, where do we go once this vessel that we're in gives up? We Isn't have to that, go somewhere. Uh principle of like Catholicism then everlasting life you then go to heaven for everlasting life so that's kind of the same sort of thing but oh, absolutely and yeah. see see if heaven is real fucking bring it on right heaven is a place on earth that's what I heard <laughs> um heaven is a half pipe yeah <laughs> 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 So, I mean, I think that I think maybe maybe religion 
it gets certain things right, but then unfortunately human beings get their hand on it and it gets twisted and interpreted into ways that they want you to follow to essentially benefit the people that come up with that shit. Like, for example, the, the Jehovah's Witnesses, it's like they live their whole lives so that they can please eight guys that live in New York. And that that's disturbing. Scientology was written, the whole theory of Scientology was written by a guy who said, if you want to make a million dollars, start a religion. He fucking said that. L. Ron Hubbard said that. If you want to make money, start a religion. He started a religion, made money. And, and these fucking idiots, I love you, Tom Cruise. Fuck you for Scientology. Um, it, I don't even know where I'm going with this. The, the, the whole thing is, people, you can believe what you want to believe. There, there must be a truth somewhere. There is, no such thing as, there is no such thing as my truth. There is no such thing as someone else's truth. There is the truth. And unfortunately, I don't think any any of us in the vessels that we are in are ever going to experience the truth. Unless you take Sylvia. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not into the underwater thing. I fucking... I, turn, see, I switch off films if they say underwater. I get bored. I like it. Uh, Waterworld? Except Warworld, well, that's fine. Right, awesome. thank you very much, Kim Costner. Um, they make out, sorry, they make you think and focus faster. The faster you think and focus, the slower time moves. Psychedelics make you aware of the moment. That's so the next like time my boss says, Jordan, I need this done quick, I'll be like, well, get some mushrooms, mate, I'll get it done for you in a minute. Well, well, here's the thing. So the stuff that's like psychedelics, they all come from the earth, right? So they were there to be eaten. Yeah. But, hundred percent agree. The fact right. that you can you can take something that grows naturally and go that's against the law is no. yeah. But there's also stuff that grows naturally that will kill you instantly. <laughs> well, I understand. I understand the, the kind of control to an extent. Uh-huh. I don't agree right. with if it's, if no it's harm going in it. Yeah. If it's no going harm. to exactly if it's going to kill you as a direct result of ingesting it, don't make it illegal, but certainly make it make people aware that don't. <laughs> but if if there's something that might enhance your life in some way, why make it illegal? I, I, I have I have no <sighs> money. Hey, by the way, yeah, mm-hmm. me and so, Kieran uh, had just spoke about that before, didn't we, Kieran? On episodes, if yeah, it's really so, that's what yeah. I was, what gets me a bit wee Ari, right? And as soon as I'm done with this episode, I'm binging his experience, right? But if he's like, there's nothing worse that I can think of, <laughs> like you go on this type of psychedelic you come off and you've got to experience losing your family and everything you know even though whether it was real or not but to experience that loss yeah because it was real to you god damn it um to experience that oh that must be a stinger like exactly because when when he went into that state he was basically just with a bunch of friends and they were like right let's 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 get you doing this and he did it he took two hits of this stuff that's a movie by the way when, when he came back from it he literally lashed out at everybody. Like you could see him; he was flailing his arms and legs everywhere. Yeah. He did not want to be back. No, and that is—it's terrifying and intriguing at the same time. It makes yeah. you go, "Well, did he experience something that was a lot better than what he's experiencing on this plane of capitalism and nonsense?" Kind of like labyrinth, eh? Sarah. 
Like they go, she goes into labyrinth, meets all these people, comes out, and at the end, it you're going, you you've you've been on that journey where you're like, oh, that's, and they're like, we'll always be here. Oh, we'll always be here if you should need us. Once she comes <laughs> out, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh man, oh, yeah. no, she's gone back to her own life. It's kind of that. Yes, yeah, that's quite gotten. Try to fit I think, back in. Uh, exactly. And I think that there's probably a happy medium to find between this realm and another one. Like if you could have this, the things that you've got in this realm that make you happy and the other things in the true realm that are. You know what I mean? The yeah. the, the things that yeah. just are. Yeah. And the things in this life that make you happy. If you could smash them together, you're, you're on I think a lot of the, the genuine happiness and, 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 and contentness, I think, within life comes from accepting things. Accepting that you... You know, obviously there's some things you don't want to accept, things that you want to try and change. But if you accept it and stop trying to fight the internal turmoil and battle that releases you know, stress and things like that that make you hate the world and the life you have just now, that sort of acceptance kind of diminishes that. I don't, I'm not saying that that's what everyone should do, is just accept what they've got and get on with it. But I'm saying like that, but there's things that you can come to terms with that maybe will help. Here, what if it's like this? What if it's like the minute you're born, you get stuffed in an incubator like in the Matrix, they put this thing into your arm, which is basically salvia, and we all experience the same trip. And that's why it's like when you're almost out of it, right? And there's an angel appears and is like, oh, look, the wee drip in the arms fell out. It's no your time yet. Fucking back in you go. You <laughs> back in. If all this is a trip, I'm getting on to ABTA because I'm getting my fucking money back because there's a lot of shit. In this realm, wonder if this is at all protected. I, I meant at all. Shit. I, know. I said, what's ABTA? A P T A. ABTA. A B T A. A B T A. The stuff that can kill you is legal. ABTA, the Travel Association. So there must be. There's ABTA and there's at all. It's two the same thing, basically. Bless you, man. Thanks, man. I wasn't really religious, but I'll take it. <laughs> it's not that kind of blessing. <laughs> so I believe they said that back in the days because you'd get burnt as a, as a witch because you didn't have any control of your body. Yeah. A witch. He sneezed as a witch. Bless you. Bless you. Get away the witch. Yeah. Stuff. Get away from the witch. Also, have you seen <laughs> the, um, the, the 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 biblical um, description of what an angel looks like? It's terrifying. Have you ever have you ever looked that up? Go on here right now. Kev, bring, bring it up for the bring up for the peoples. Yeah. Okay. They're really scary. It's yeah. it's not a nice description. No. Or what the or what the depiction is. It's fuck. It's actually. They're almost like yeah. They're almost like demons. Yeah. Or like Tories. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> fuck off. Uh, yeah. Fucking not hum angel, not humanoid <laughs> not humanoid in any way. Oh, like Angel Reese Mog. Are they are they um they've got white as fuck hair and they sit on the sofa this morning. Allegedly. Hey. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Here we go. I'm going to bring up these. Uh, these Fee, did you? Fee, did you just say allegedly before I did? No, but I heard something say that as did well. Did you fucking allegedly. hear that? I heard that. Kev put it through. It's one of the Oh, oh right, right. God, Sorry. allegedly. I've seen him pressing button. Allegedly. <laughs> it creeped me but... out a wee bit. I didn't want to say anything. But yeah. <laughs> what I saw was beautiful. Was there an angel hen? That was a devil. Matthew says, was kind of what they used in the nope flick. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, same sort of idea. Yeah. Like or oh, the space fanny. 
<laughs> Space J Mac. <laughs> I love that Kieran knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> this year's an angel. Yeah, that's what they're theoretically depicting. Oh, it's us. the cosmic minge. They're <laughs> <laughs> not going to miss you in a ghastly. That's what angels that's... look like. Yeah, that's what, that's what they're depicted as. In the, well, they, they, in that the one's that one's actually got a face. That last one you had actually had a face. Aye, aye. <laughs> Harmine was a compound that was known as telepathine because telepathin. Telepathin. When people tripped off it, they all had the exact same experience and swore they could reach each other's thoughts. Well, I've seen like one of these. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis <laughs> is the same shit. So many we people who, are, who have never experienced it, never even knew what it was. Allegedly. See the same, not allegedly, see the same <laughs> fucking things. But that's that what happened what to REM sleep. So that, that actually, that's what changed it. For, for me, that's what changed sleep paralysis from being terrifying to being really interesting. Is well, the fact what... that people who have never heard of it yeah. have the same experiences. Yeah. Well, maybe the hag was sound then and was just an angel. Possible. Maybe. I had a weird thing happen to me the other night there, and I'd like to know if what if you guys have an explanation for it. So I was do having, tell. Right. So I was having a, I was having this dream where I was lying in a bed, and it felt like there was someone like giving me a hug. Right. Like right. That. Right. Right. It was really strange. So in the dream, like I could feel everything, like and it felt real. And then when I woke up from the side of me. So I was lying on my left side, and the right side of me was out of the covers. That was like burning hot, where like the person was giving me a hug in the dream. But the part of me that was under the covers was cold, like when I woke up. Oh. So. Ooh. I, I Did you know someone that died the fire? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I just thought it was weird because you'd think obviously the part of me that they warm would be the part that was under the covers. Hmm. Not as rationally, that's why you've put it outside because it's too hot. Maybe, but the rest of me was cold, which was under. Somebody's on fire. Someday. Yeah. I don't know. Something, something's no sitting right with that. I know. I feel pain in dreams quite a lot as well. Like, I've been shot loads of times in the stomach. <laughs> in dreams. You, you really are, that's the thing. Like, through what I've heard in every movie ever, you are not supposed to feel pain in dreams. I've felt pain in dreams many a time. Yeah, like in real pain. There's certain right. things you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to be able to read in a dream. You're not supposed to be able to see a phone. Um, what? Yeah, yeah there's Where's the proof of that? Who, who I don't know. That? It's just these are just things <laughs> that, that, just that you're not supposed to do. But I know Michaela does a lot. She tells me about that. She actually well, get remembers. this right. She I remembers remember... texts that she's seen in books oh. or whatever in her dreams. She remembers hmm. them. I remember being in a dream, right? And then going, this is a dream. And then I started riding a bicycle that I didn't have. It was invisible, uh, but I was able. Ah, uh, lucid dreaming. Like, that's that's cool. Cool. I was, that's I was like, life. I'm in control of this shit, mm-hmm. right? Lucid dreaming I, is a very powerful tool. Practice I that. also remember. I also remember having like such a shit life in one of my dreams where I was like, Oh no, everything's shit. And then I went, That's all right. This is a dream. I also remember having everything that made me happy in a dream, mm-hmm. and went, Fuck. <laughs> so... I went, no. <laughs> This is a dream. I've I've very very often known I was in a dream. So a lot of Mentally. a lot of really 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 successful businessmen whatever learn the technique of lucid dreaming, so that when they're asleep they can still process business ventures. 
Yeah. And still go through the planet. Yeah, because it's it's basically a way to to maximize time constraints. So when you're sleeping, you're not just shut off when you're asleep. You know you're asleep, so you can still plan and process and develop ideas and and run things through. It's a really, really powerful tool, lucid dreaming. Wow. I mean maybe there's a trigger. I, I... There's ways to trigger it. There was one, I think one of the most simplistic ways to go to sleep with like a a laser pen pointed at something. So that when yeah. you go to sleep, you know that it's there. And then when you are in dreamland, because obviously your eyes flutter in and out and sometimes your eyes open slightly, whatever, you can still see what's going on around you, but you don't really process it. If uh-huh. you are able to focus at any point on that light, you know you're dreaming. Hmm. Hmm. I've always, no, I've always, it just comes a point where I go, no, this is a dream. I'm aware mm-hmm. this is a dream. And then yeah. I'm like, right, let's just do this. And I'm like, ha! This is cool as shit. I can that do is very cool. But that's a really, really like if, if you can teach yourself to, and there's people that like do train to teach people to how to lucid dream. Yeah, I don't that's say a really, it happens really big thing too often. For me, a lot of dreams, like my dreams, will be a reflection of something that's happening in real life, mm-hmm. and then I'll wake up and I'll have this feeling, and it'll carry me through that day. Going, well, you're also not supposed to die in your dream. You die in your dream, you die in real life. Well, they say that, but There's I remember getting shot yeah. to fuck in my dream. I didn't well, die. Have do you have any birthmarks? Um, no. Because there's a another theory that a birthmark is how you died in a previous life, and I have one there. I think it is. It's one there and one there. So I've basically been speared. I how I've died in my last life. That would make sense. A Viking war. I would say something about someone I knew with a birthmark, but I'm not going to kind of say it on this. Um, but that would have been a funny death, like. Um, <laughs> so, aye, what we'll do is uh, we're just kind of, I mean, we've pretty much gone through everything we were, we planned to go through. Yeah. Um, with There's regards to this topic. Aye, I mean, we'll never get it out in one show. J-Mac, are you still with us? I think he's uh, temporarily excused himself. He's waiting for a shite. <laughs> probably. Because if he's back by now, if it's just a piss. <laughs> I know, I know. And when he does actually come back, we'll we'll just rib him for a dinner shite. Yeah. <laughs> Speak of the devil, man. <laughs> Wait, I know it was you just a pee. Aye, so it was. It was. So it was. So it was. Um, I, I I truly think there's more to that. By the way, you need to check out the Salvia stuff a bit a bit as well. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's that easy to get a hold of. Garden center. I guarantee you can't get it at a garden center. I know, I tried. Not for me, it was for my friend. My friend was with me, and they were like that. Uh, you're not getting high off of this plant, pal. <laughs> so that's funny. So um, watch me. <laughs> I need to get back to the underwater, people. Give me my plant. <laughs> Honestly, man, watch, watch it. And you might, you'll have a different tune after you see his reaction to it. Yeah, I'm going to. It's one of those things that's actually quite heartbreaking to watch. Hmm. It's the only way I, I can really explain not it. Funny at all. Like you watch it, and you're like, I actually feel bad for the guy. Mm-hmm. And not not because the drug did something bad bad to him. It's because nope. it what happens when he comes back from it. Yeah, yeah, all his right. reaction. That's, That's a shame. Terrifying. Gun, gun. Well, lads, we shall leave this topic here for the night, and we will most definitely resume. Oh yes, Ash Price is coming on the podcast. Just awaiting him to confirm the date that we've set, but um, that should be fun. Uh, and we'll maybe look 
towards getting something live with him also. Um, but yes, he's going to come on and we're going to pack his heat. Man. How'd you do that card trick, man? Show us some. Show us. Uh, and we'll get his his theory on what he thinks is what deed folk, nay folk. But he's Very right in it all. Very uh, interesting so, guy. So that'll be a fun episode and that'll be very soon once he gives us a thumbs up on the proposed date. But the next Paranormal Platter episode should feature Ash Price. Ash Price, go and check him out and uh, make sure you fucking hit the subscribe and all that fun stuff. And we will we will see yeah, you guys on the flip side. Aye, aye, yeah. for real. I'm sorry. Thank you all for joining us again tonight. The guests, well, guests, the co-hosts and co-hosts. What's a female co-host? A co-hostess. Co-hostess. Oh, co-hostess. It's okay, we can be neutral oh. nowadays, guys, remember? It's okay. <laughs> coffee. Coffee. Coffee, I love that. Coffee. Yeah, coffee. <laughs> coffee. Um, yes, and thank you for everybody tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Uh, I've got a new outro here, just like the intro. Um, so mm. enjoy the premiere of our new outro. <laughs> Stick right, right to the end. And we shall see you guys next week. Thank you very much. Thanks, all of you. Thank you, guys. See you next week. Next time. Bye. <laughs> See y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Paranormal Par with Kev, J Mac, Kieran, and Fee in association with Jibber Jabber Podcast. You can watch future episodes live on Facebook Live and YouTube. You can also catch up on our previous episodes on Audible, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and any other podcast database. Don't forget to check out our website at www.jibberjabberpodcast.com Good night and sleep tight.